What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hello, hello. Yes, your girl had an ad read. We're getting sponsors. How exciting. We're about to hit 500 plays on Good Human. I'm sorry, what? That's so exciting. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm very happy you're here. And today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. We're doing a bit of a story time today. You read that title correctly. I was a bit of a boss babe, if I do say so myself. I was a part of an MLM, a multi-level marketing company. And I've literally wanted to talk about this for so long. Like it's been sitting in my notes app on my phone. It's just like a little bit cringy and embarrassing and I haven't wanted to offend anybody. So with that, here's my little disclaimer. Literally do whatever you want in your life. This is just my experience and my opinion. And if you're part of an MLM and you don't relate to this, then cool. I don't care how you live your life, but I will not participate in supporting predatory nature of MLMs and I'm gonna call that stuff out. I always say do whatever you want with your life, do whatever makes you happy. But there is a caveat to that. And that is as long as it's not hurting other people. Um, And the sort of predatory behavior that is associated with MLMs is one of the main reasons that I stopped being part of it. I think it's fair to say that there is some problematic behavior and practices in MLMs. So we're going to go ahead and dive into all of the juicy deets. Like I said, this is also kind of cringy and embarrassing for me to talk about, Um, but I always am in support of changing your opinion on something once you've learned some more information. And I'm also not super mad about my MLM journey because it has led me here. I will say I did my best to go back and find all my notes on this stuff. I have a whole notebook (laughs) that I had notes I took when I started my journey as a boss babe. So I'm going to do my best to recall everything and give you all the details, but I do feel like I'm going to forget some stuff because I've like blocked this out of my frontal cortex. I don't (laughs) like remembering a lot of this stuff because it is so cringy, so I will do my best. If you have been following me on Instagram from the very beginning, then you will know I was a Beachbody coach and I put coach in very bolded quotation marks because they are not qualified to do the things that they do, which is part of the problematic nature of this. But that is the reason why I'm not super mad about being a part of that, because that is the whole reason why I started my Instagram page to begin with. It was encouraged that you have a social media account that was fully dedicated to being a Beachbody coach. And so that's literally the only reason why I created my Instagram page, which is now grown into what it is today, very different from what it was at the time, but I wouldn't be here doing this podcast if I hadn't been a Beachbody coach. I'm gonna read the definition of multi-level marketing so that we're all on the same page. I'm sure you know what an MLM is at this point, but if you're not familiar with MLMs, they are a controversial marketing strategy for the sale of products or services where the revenue of the company is derived from non-salaried workforce selling the company's products or services 
while the earnings of the participants are derived from a pyramid-shaped commission system. So the two ways that you make money in an MLM is from your direct sales. You are directly selling the products or services of your company. But the second one, and the more prominent one that I was not aware of, is you getting commission from sellers that you have recruited. So when you're in an MLM, you have these like downline streams or upline streams if you're at the very bottom, where the people above you are making commission from your sales or the people below you, you are making commission from their sales. And I think that was the main part of the structure that I was not fully understanding until I got involved in it. That's how the people at the top are making money. They're not making money because they're personally selling all of this stuff. They're making so much money because they have hundreds of people below them selling and they are making commission from everybody else's sales. That's how the people at the top make a ton of money. Which is why you see all of these people involved in MLMs trying to get other people on board to join the MLM. That's how they're going to make money. Which then leads to all the cringy like, hey girl, messages that you get from people because they want you to join because they want to make money from you. And spoiler alert, most people don't make money from this. The FTC website literally says most people who join legitimate MLMs make little or no money. Some of them lose money. And I think I quickly learned after becoming a Beachbody coach that the way to make the money was to get people to join you not to sell the product to other people. And I'll backtrack a little bit. The whole reason why I even started this and became a Beachbody coach was because I was in a vulnerable place, which is like the key candidate to join an MLM, which is part of the reason why it's like pretty gross and predatory. I was entering my junior year of college. So this was August of 2017. I had spent the entire summer doing a lot of like soul searching and reflecting, felt like I didn't really know know who I was. I was unhappy with my body. I wanted to start being healthy. I wanted to start working out. I again wasn't really sure like what I wanted to do with my life. I was 20 years old, which then led me to the seemingly perfect opportunity to be a Beachbody coach where I would be making money and like possibly have, you know, a plan for my future. And I would be working out, getting healthy, doing all the things I wanted to do, and encouraging other people to do the same. That's what I was sold on. I think the other thing that drew me in was I already knew this person. So there was some level of trust there because this person wasn't a stranger. There's someone that I had somewhat of a relationship with. And so it felt like I could trust this whole situation even more. So here I was, 20 years old, not knowing what I want to do with my life and feeling unhappy with my body. Like, literal perfect candidate for this beach body coach role. And looking back on it, I just feel like there's so much deceit that goes into recruiting people for MLMs. Like the pair of rose-colored glasses that they hand you is very real. And it sounds like I'm speaking about a cult almost, but it's similar energy. It is similar vibes because they sell you on this picture that seems so perfect and almost too good to be true, which, little tip, if something seems too good to be true, please run away as fast as you can in the opposite direction because it will probably be too good to be true. 
I don't want to downplay being in a cult because I know that's like very scary and serious, but the energy <laughs> that radiates from MLMs and especially like recruiting people to be part of the MLM is literally cult leader vibes. Like this notebook that I have in the trainings that I would go through, I would take notes and some of the things that I will share <laughs> in a bit that they tell you to do and train you to say and being charismatic and it is like textbook cult leader stuff. It's so scary. Anyways, that initially became my first biggest issue is I was falling in love with fitness and I wanted to share that and encourage other people to do the same because I felt like I finally found a routine that I enjoyed that I could stick with and I wanted other people to be able to find that sense of like happiness in fitness and in their body. But I quickly learned that that's not what it's all about. It's about recruiting people to sell. So what you do is you initially sort of get people on a program. That's the main thing that I was sort of trying to sell with Beachbody is they have all of these different workout programs that I actually do really like. Like I, I loved them at the time. I now looking back think some of them are really good. They're a great way to encourage people to work out from home. A lot of them are very good for beginners trying to get into fitness, and that's what I wanted to share with other people. There are also a variety of supplements that they sell, Shakeology being the biggest one, and a lot of the times there were packages that would combine, like you can get a month of Shakeology with a month of access to all these workouts, so the Shakeology was something else that I wasn't like huge on pushing. I wasn't really excited about selling that. I didn't want to sell at all, like... My goal was to encourage other people to work out and find happiness in the things that I was finding happiness in. And if I could make money from that, then I thought, great. But again, that wasn't really the point. So back to what I was saying, you would try to sell people programs, try to get them on a program, try to get them to, you know, see the value in Beachbody, eventually then turning that into someone that you would recruit that they would start selling. To me, Looking back on it, clear as day, that seemed like the plan. Show them the value behind Beachbody so that they start to love it so much that they want to share about it as well and sell, and then I'm going to make money from them selling. Which is the whole, like, pyramid scheme vibes. Technically, I don't think MLMs are pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes, I believe, are illegal, and there's no actual product or service with pyramid schemes. But other than that difference, MLMs are pretty much the same. The difference is you are probably selling a legitimate product or service, but that pyramid scheme structure where the person of the top is making commission from everybody else below them, like that, that's what the pyramid scheme is. And it drives me absolutely insane when people that are a part of MLMs are like, you know what's a pyramid scheme? You're nine to five. Your corporate job is a pyramid scheme. You have a CEO at the top making all of the money and all the little... That's not a pyramid scheme. That's just like a traditional capitalist structure for a company. That's not what a pyramid scheme is. Another big red flag for pyramid schemes, MLMs, is the fees and the cost to start. You have to pay <laughs> to be a part of this. Why did I not think that was like a little bit suspicious? If you have to pay to have a job, <laughs> like, if in your job you're paying someone else, that's... No. No, 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 no. 
It seems so obvious looking back on it, but I just wanted this to work so badly because like I said, the way it was presented to me seemed like the best. It was like a dream, like I could make money from sharing about something that I love and that is simply not the case. Not to mention, you're paying to have this quote-unquote job that also doesn't have a salary. Like, it's fully commission-based and you have to pay? What part of that? <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. But that's, on the flip side, the draw of a commission-based position. You control how much money you make. Like, you control how much effort you put into the job, which will then lead to making money. Whereas if you're just salaried, like, you could do the best job in the world and, and you're not going to make any more because you just have a flat rate that you're being paid no matter the amount of effort or, or the performance that you put in. Which is part of the selling point. They present it to you in a way that makes it seem like you're fully in control of the outcome and, and you're in control of how much effort you want to put in, which therefore leads to money. It sounds like the opportunities are endless and if you put in the effort, then you're going to be successful, which I think plays into the way that they treat people that either quit an MLM or maybe have doubts about MLMs. And that's the way I was made to feel as though as if, if you quit, if you weren't successful, if you didn't make any money, if you had a negative experience, it was because you didn't try hard enough because you didn't put the effort in which is just part of the very long list of pretty gross and manipulative behavior MLMs exhibit. So back to the fees and the cost to start. I don't exactly remember how much I paid to start, but I do remember that there was an initial fee and I think I got some products in return for that. Like whatever amount of money I paid, it went towards like a package to get started. And they sent me like the supplements and I got access to all of the workouts. And then after that, I believe there was a monthly coaching fee. And again, you might think, Abby, why did you think any of this was okay? Well, don't you fret. There's a way that they sell it to you that manipulates you to think that it is actually a good deal because they view this MLM beach body coaching as a business. This is your own business. You're a businesswoman, boss babe. And do you know how much money it would cost you to start your own business outside of this? Starting a business outside of this on your own would cost tens of thousands of dollars. So you owing a couple hundred dollars for this is actually an amazing deal. Uh, so if you ever wonder why people treat MLMs as if they're running their own business, it's because they tell you that it is. That somehow you being a seller for this company is, is you having your own business? The dots aren't really connecting when you look back on it, but boy do they really make you feel like you are a business owner. And doesn't that make you feel special? Doesn't that make you feel like you're on top of the world. You're so successful. You, you have your own business. You get to be in charge of your life. Sing it with me, everybody. That's predatory behavior. That's predatory behavior because they target people that are in a spot in their life where they're not happy with something. Typically, it's the job situation. When you hear it explained to you that way, you feel like you're missing out, which is a whole other part of it. FOMO Encouraging people to have FOMO and almost be jealous of you is a huge part of it. You want people to have that fear of missing out. You want to target those vulnerable people that maybe don't like their job. Come get them to join you. Look at me. 
I have my own business. I get to make my own hours. I'm in charge of how much effort I put in, which leads to how much money I make. Don't you want to be a part of that? Are we putting together the puzzle pieces now? Like this is when it caught me in 2017 when I was unhappy with my body, feeling uncertain about my path in a very vulnerable spot. Another vulnerable group of people that they tend to target, especially with Beachbody, is moms. Particularly stay-at-home moms. Moms that want to be able to make a little extra money on the side and find a support system. That's the key thing there for the mom part, is targeting women that might feel alone and sort of drawing them in, maybe not so much with the money part, the job part, but that sense of community, that tight-knit group of girl bosses that you can rely on that make you feel seen and heard in a way that you might not otherwise feel. Or moms that just had children. You just had a baby? Let me help you lose that baby weight. Are we seeing how gross this is? Like, do I need (laughs) to provide more examples of how predatory and manipulative this is? It's like really very gross. When you break it down and you have the details that I have from being inside of it, it is gross. The other part of it is that nine to five life. Oh, you poor thing. You have to get up and go to an office for eight, nine hours a day. That sucks. I get to work from home. You have a cell phone? You could do this then. You get to work from your couch on your phone. You don't have to go into a dingy office. You don't have to leave your kids. You don't have to send them off to daycare while you go do your nine to five. You can have it all working from home on your own business. (laughs) And the reason I'm going in so hard right now on this, like I said at the beginning, is I don't care what anybody else does with their lives if it's not hurting other people. And I truly believe that this company structure hurts people in a variety of different ways. I've been talking a lot about sort of the like emotional manipulation behind this, but people lose money. Like people go into debt with this because you are paying to be a part of this. And then the majority of people do not make money. The FTC says 99% of people in MLMs lose money. This is not cool. Like that's hurtful and that's harmful. So if you're like, dang girl, you're really going in on this right now. That's why. The next thing I'll talk about is specific to Beachbody coaches, just in the nature of the industry, being health and fitness, and that's that you don't have to have any qualifications, which is actually something they use as a selling point to convince you that anyone can do this. You don't have to have any sort of qualifications to give fitness and nutrition advice. Come join us. We take everybody. You can do it too. I think the reason they get away with that is because the actual exercise programs and the nutrition plans aren't in the hands of the Beachbody coaches. They're put together by people like Shanti in Autumn from 21 Day Fix where they seemingly have qualifications. Now that I'm saying that out loud, I I don't know that they actually do. I would have to look that up. But I think Like I said, that's how they get away with the, you don't have to have any qualifications because technically you're not the one programming and and you're not the one giving nutrition advice, but oftentimes you do. These Beachbody coaches often do give nutrition advice and they give fitness tips that they're just simply not qualified to be giving. Like I said at the beginning, I am, I guess, thankful that I was a part of Beachbody because 
It helped me discover sort of my passion within fitness. And now I am a certified personal trainer, which looking back on all of the Beachbody stuff makes me cringe 10 times harder. The lack of qualifications people have to call themselves a coach. And they're also sort of encouraged to give the coaching business a name like health coach or, or wellness coach or fitness coach. Like I was genuinely taught that I could just create a title for myself and I had negative qualifications to do so. Outside of Beachbody coaches typically having no qualifications to call themselves a coach or do the things that they do, these Beachbody meal plans that are supposedly developed by experts and qualified people are so problematic. I believe I was told based on my height, weight, and the program that I was doing to eat 1300 calories a day. And that wasn't even the smallest meal plan. I remember there being one even lower than that calorically, which is so low. That is not enough food. I'm 5'3". I'm a pretty small human being. And 1300 calories is not enough. There's something called your BMR, which is your basal metabolic rate. This is the amount of calories your body needs to just be alive. Like if you didn't do anything that day, you still would need this number of calories just to keep your body doing its thing. My BMR has been around 14 to 1500 calories. So having a meal plan suggests that I eat lower than the amount of calories my body needs literally just to keep itself alive is so bad. That is just one example of how restrictive and dangerous the meal plans can be which is just another reason why it is so dangerous that people with no qualifications are encouraging people to get on these meal plans. Because this isn't common knowledge, unfortunately. Everyone doesn't know these things. And so you may think you're helping someone lose weight by encouraging them to get on this meal plan where they're eating less than their BMR. Like, I cannot stress how horrible that is and how dangerous that can be. Also, now that I am a certified personal trainer, I even more so understand how dangerous it is to recommend these exercise programs to someone without knowing anything about them. Like, there's so many preliminary things that you would do as a personal trainer before being able to program something for someone, and that is just completely missing in these situations. Even outside of it being dangerous, it also oftentimes won't even be effective. If you don't understand what sort of movements you need to be doing and the way you need to train for your goals, how are you going to be able to recommend someone a program? I am all for encouraging people to move in any way. And like I said earlier, I did really enjoy a lot of the programs that I did with Beachbody, but it's just the way that they frame it, that you're going to get this coach, this Beachbody coach that you get to work with one-on-one -on -one and they're going to help you through your fitness journey. Meanwhile, they have no qualifications to do so. That's not, that's not the best situation to be in. And like I said, it's dangerous and you're probably not going to get the outcome that you want because they have no idea what they're doing. I'm going to go over to my little notebook now that I found where I have some pages of notes that I took in these sort of trainings to be a better beach body coach. I'm going to read you some of the stuff that I was trained on and... <laughs> I don't even know if it will need explanation on why it's like problematic, but I will um, give my thoughts on it as I go through it. The first cringy thing that I come upon is a list of people um, that I would maybe think would be interested in trying out a Beachbody program and then 
the goal would probably be to get them to become a coach underneath me. And essentially what that is, is a list of your friends and family that you are going to go harass. Cue the DMs from that girl from your high school that you haven't spoken to in six years and they want to know, how have you been? I love your Instagram page. You would be really great at what I'm doing. Would you like to hear a little bit more about my business opportunity? (laughs) I'm sure we've all received messages like that. That was another thing that I really, really hated about this because I hated doing that. But it was an absolutely crucial part of this because that's how you were going to make sales. That's how you were going to get people to be a coach underneath you. I don't know that you have any success in MLMs without doing this sort of like cold calling situation. Not to mention how insincere it is. There's basically templates that you can just copy paste and blast out to a bunch of people. Just make sure you remember to change their name because sometimes people don't do that and it makes it exceptionally obvious how scripted it is. Which which was another part of this that I came to quickly realize that I was not jiving with is the sort of template of how to be the best beach body coach. They want you to be real and be yourself. Meanwhile, they're essentially giving you step-by-step instructions to be the most successful coach possible, which in the end just leads to you sort of regurgitating the same things that everybody else is saying. I find it quite the oxymoron because they encourage you to be real while simultaneously giving you step-by-step instructions on how to be real and giving you templates to follow and giving you scripts to regurgitate. Like, that's not real at all. I'm not going to read everything from this notebook because I don't want this to just be an episode of me bashing all of this stuff. I'm just going to sort of touch on the things that (laughs) emphasize my main point, which is that MLMs are problematic. But to my point where they tell you to be real, but then they basically teach you how to be quote unquote real. Like some of the notes I have are to empathize with people. If you have to tell somebody (laughs) to empathize with someone, like that's not natural. Empathy should be a natural emotion and a natural reaction to speaking with people. It's not something that you should have to teach someone to do. Some of these other notes I have, like get them on a yes roll, ask questions and get them to say yes. They're more likely to say yes at the end. Um, Don't give people too much time to think about it. Another big thing was sort of making people feel special. So the whole quote is like, I get to pick who I work with and I have you here for a reason. Like I am messaging you for a reason because I feel like you could be really great at this. Meanwhile, you probably don't actually feel that way. You're quite literally just taught to say that to everyone, which is not sincere at all. (laughs) This is like so gross and so cringy. This note says, learn the root of their pain point. Pain equals desire to change. Which, if that is not the perfect little bullet point example of manipulate people, go after vulnerable people, then I don't know what is. It's just so horrific to look back on this. Like, these are notes I took in training. Like, I didn't come up with this stuff. This is what they are teaching the coaches to do and to say. I had an acronym listed here, which is SIGN. It just says Strengths, Interests, Goals, and Needs. And I have a little arrow pointing from the strength that says, get them to be a coach. In other words, learn what their strengths are and be able to twist that into, you would make a great coach. Because guess what? That's how I'm going to make money, by getting people underneath me. And why does the people above me have such a vested interest in training me? 
because they are going to make money from everybody that I get to be underneath me. Which is why you can see how I quickly realized that this was not at all what I thought it was and this was not something I wanted to do or be a part of. And that's where the next really fun part came in is the guilt that they would make you feel if you even thought about quitting. One of the most common questions I got when I asked you guys on Instagram what you wanted to know about this was when I left, like when I knew it was time to quit. And I started in August 2017. I think I quickly realized that this wasn't what I wanted to do in terms of recruiting people to coach underneath me. But like I said, I was really enjoying the workouts. So probably for a handful of months after that, I continued with it with not great success because my focus was not on getting people underneath me. It was just sort of getting people to start a Beachbody program, which I think that's why I continued with that part for the longest time because A, I did enjoy the workouts, but B, I was afraid to quit. They straight up made you feel like a failure for quote unquote giving up. I don't know the exact time that I quit, but I definitely like fizzled out on being a part of this and I was certainly treated as such because they're going to put their time and effort into the people that are going to make them money, which is another reason why they get so aggressive, I guess, about people quitting. Why would they care if I quit? Oh, because it directly affects their income. That's why. So what's the last ditch effort to get someone to continue coaching? A manipulation tactic. Let's guilt trip them. Let's make them feel horrible about even the idea of quitting so that they'll feel so bad about themselves that they'll continue to coach and maybe keep making you some money. I think it was probably spring of 2018 that I officially quit. Like I said, it fizzled out there for a while before I actually like let someone know that I didn't want to be a part of this anymore. But as far as the question, what made me realize I needed to quit, I'm sure if you've made it to this point, you're fully understanding now why I was like, I don't want any part of this. Another question I got was, did I make money from this? And again, I don't remember specific numbers, but there were definitely months where I did make money. Again, it was primarily from selling just the Beachbody programs. I don't even know that I like successfully got anyone to coach underneath me because I didn't want to do that part of it because it made me cringe even at the time. So were there months where I made commission? Yes. In the grand scheme of things, did that commission I made outweigh the costs that I put into this? Nope, your girl lost money. But the way that they convince you that you don't make money because of your lack of effort is astounding. They will make you feel like it is all in your hands, completely up to you how much money you want to make and you can put in as little or as much effort as you want. But that's not entirely true. It is extremely time consuming if you were to be successful at it. And I think even if you did put a lot of time into it, you still would have that chance that you would not be successful in it. The last thing I'll share in this little notebook is my to-do list. And this was the very basics in order to be successful. You were supposed to do personal development, which would be like reading some sort of self-help book. I have quite the collection of self-help books from this. In this checklist, I said, yes, I did my personal development for that day. This is per day that I would like track this stuff. Did my personal development. I worked out. I drank my Shakeology. I had two social media posts, seven conversation starters, two challenge invites, one coaching invite, one follow-up. And then I tracked how many Facebook friends I had and how many Instagram followers I had. 
that doesn't seem very low effort to me. And especially because these numbers were not good. Like my two social media posts and my two challenge invites and my one coaching invite, that was pretty bad. Like I remember feeling bad about that because I was made to feel like I was not doing enough. Because of the very basis of it, the more people you're reaching out to, the more chances you have that you're going to make money in some way. So you were really, really encouraged to be posting about things and reaching out to people and doing those like gross cold call messaging on Instagram, all of the things that I wanted nothing to do with. So once I realized I wanted nothing to do with that part of it and I could just do these workouts on my own and not be a Beachbody coach, I then eventually quit. So that is basically my journey, being a part of an MLM and being a Beachbody coach. Hashtag no regrets because being a Beachbody coach really did launch me into realizing I had an interest and a passion in fitness and in helping people. This was just maybe not the correct means to do so. Like I said at the beginning, I've wanted to talk about this for so long because I've had so much to say about it, but I haven't wanted to offend anyone because I know there are lots of people that are part of multi-level marketing companies, but at the end of the day, I'm going to call out some BS behavior, and that's what this was. So I hope you guys enjoyed this little story time of me and my past life. If you have any other questions or things that you're curious that I didn't cover, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram, Abby underscore Wellner. And I do have an exciting announcement. I have created an Instagram page for Good Human. It is at Good Human Pod. That will be your one-stop shop for all things Good Human. I'll have some fun Instagram posts over there, talk to you guys through stories and do all of the polls and ask you guys questions like I do right now on my actual Instagram. So go ahead over to Good Human Pod and give it a follow to stay in the loop. We also have a little bit of a brand relaunch. We have a new logo, a new little color scheme. I am very excited about it. I have put in lots and lots of work and effort into this, so be sure to go check it out. It would make my heart very happy, and be sure to rate and review this podcast. As always, thank you so, so, so much for listening. It means the world to me.